Hello, Mark. Hello. <laughs> I don't know whether to lean in or not. I don't need to lean in. Have you have you swallowed enough? I, I think I think so. Mark, is it just, like a bit croaky? No, you're fine. <clears throat> Warming up your voice. <clears throat> Mark just swallowed some water down the wrong pipe, as yeah. one does. So it's such an inappropriate moment as well. Like, choose your moments to choke. So, <laughs> how'd your P- speaking of choking? How'd your PT go this morning? <laughs> <laughs> um, I so it was um, it was leg day and I've never done a leg day before so um, traumatic. Oh okay. Yeah, have have you worked with this trainer before? Yeah. So we've been uh, so I've been going about th- three weeks. We're about three weeks in, um, and yeah, traumatic. I um, all these yeah, different machines. There was one in particular where you're basically like lying on your back and you have to like pin your legs above you mm-hmm. and really kind of push that platform away. And <laughs> I good. was just had this vision of me getting stuck underneath the platform. Being like, Gang. Have you ever done those things that they call Bulgarian split squats? I think the name is It's where you have to like put one foot up on a bench behind you and then like dip down. And sometimes you have like weights, like hand weights on each and then you push through your feet to kind of no, no oh it's because hell. contrary to what I just said I'm not a masochist oh <laughs> exactly that's incredible we, I did do some squats today and then I did some goblet squats where he made me do the squats that I was already finding hard with a huge weight oh yes of course um did he go in there closer get right get right get right up in this girl um so yeah we did uh, we did some goblet squats and um yeah. Do you do any sports? So, no. 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 Did you do sports growing up? So I played rugby a lot growing up. Uh, growing up. And, um, yeah, not not so much. I've, I've, I've sort of flitted in and out of sports. I quite like a good team sport. Yes. Um, I think especially being a teacher, like, I love a good game of rounders. Like, I love a good game of football if I'm playing with 11-year-olds because then they think I'm messy. And... <laughs> Apart from that, no, not a lot of sport. I've never been good at sports. I, um, so I tried in Australia, we obviously call it soccer, you call it football. Um, yeah, I did uh, half a game, I don't even know if it was half a game of that once. I, I must have been only about 10, no, I think it was about 12. And, um, I think my parents just you know, wanted me to get involved in a team sport to, you know, just to for me to experience what it's like working with other males. Um, and, uh, yeah, I came off very soon into the, the first practice because I kept running side to, like sideways, you know what I mean? Cause it just felt good. <laughs> and it was a nice expression. And I remember like doing great things up and down the side of the pitch. Exactly. And I was, a, I was a chubby kid as we all were, I'm sure. Um, I was a chubby kid. And so I somehow made an excuse to get off the field or pitch whatever you call it and my dad was there and he's like and i said i don't feel well and dad's like all right son and he goes well do you want to meet pie it's like yes so obviously i was just trying to find an excuse so he never took me back there uh rugby no my brothers played rugby but rugby obviously was big in in uh in kudamandra where i'm from but uh no i i I loved rugby like, I loved rugby. Right. So I loved rugby up until the stage that I think all the other boys on the team sussed that was a rage and homosexual, and then it got very uncomfortable. Oh, no. Um, but, like, my, sort of, like, that kind of late primary school, early high school kind of age, like, young... Like, that was good fun. Mm. But, like, my dad was always kind of 
super invested and stuff like that. Like he got really involved and I'd be standing there like on a Sunday morning, like in the drizzle in my little shorts and my big socks, loving myself sick. <laughs> and he'd be like, what are you doing? Get in there, get the ball, get involved. I'm like, that's a scrum. He's like, yeah, get involved. I'm like, I'm a winger. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know what these means. I'm laughing, but uh, you're going to have to get a whiteboard out and uh, show me what these Literally, uh, it was just like, I was meant to be standing on the side of the pitch. <laughs> that was <laughs> like, your job. I'm waiting for someone to throw it at me so I can run really fast. So you um, never thought, you don't think to get back involved? Like, because I know there's... Uh, oh, no, I just I find know. that, I find that no. approaching sports teams far too intimidating. Okay. Even the gay ones. Oh, yeah, the, especially the gay ones. I, I suppose. Yeah, I think that would be worse. I guess it might be like a clique, really. Like, yeah. Know, the cool kids. Yeah, and so I'm just, just yeah. It. It's not, I don't think it's the one. It's not the one for mm -hmm. me, I don't think. Um, my friend James is, uh, we did it once before, but jujitsu, I can't say that quickly. But we, we're trialing that uh, again. He's he's already been doing it uh, with a friend of his. And um, who, who has this, um, studio uh, but we did uh, he and I went pre-pandemic uh, way before uh, just one session and it was good like you know basically it was like wrestling out because I grew up with two older brothers I basically spent my whole entire childhood defending myself <laughs> so it was easy to try to like push someone off you you know um, it wasn't easy it was like it's quite interesting because after you warm up they literally Three minutes into it, you're just sweating and you sweat for 40 minutes as you all struggle to push each other off each other. However, the uh, place that he took me to, they had this vinyl mat they unrolled at the beginning where you all wrestle on. But at the end, they didn't mop it. They just kind of, you know, and this is pre-pandemic. I'm sure now, obviously, it's going to change. And this new club, obviously, it's all about the hygiene, you know. So, but obviously, it's very, it's going to be interesting to see what happens obviously, coronavirus is still out there i've been uh i've had my first jab um so but it's still a very it's a very breathy sport but uh james and i are pretty much we could be considered in the same bubble because you know but uh but yeah we'll see how that goes yeah that's very close contact yes yeah, it's not a not a team sport though no um joy to try and mm. this it kind of remind me of the same thing went through a wee phase of doing yoga Right. Really good. By in a class or by yourself? No, in, in a class. Went to a class because I can't do things on myself. I need someone to tell me that I'm doing it wrong because I know <laughs> that I am. I know I am in my head, but I can't. I can't figure out what it is that I'm doing wrong. Someone needs to be there going, "That's rubbish," and then I fix it. Um, and it was an all male class, so it was called Broga. Ah, Broga. okay. Bros doing yoga. Just in and case I, you you know you didn't want to. What's the word like? You know, feel too feminine. Yeah, like just don't want to be emasculated by. Yes, that's yoga. it. <laughs> and then uh, I thought it was going to be actually quite kind of, kind of just like, bros doing yoga. Maybe like, maybe they'll kiss. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like no. a little bit homoerotic. It's oh, not. It wasn't I, at all. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I uh, <laughs> Well, I turned up and it was literally about five of us in the class quite regularly, and the other four boys were all football pals. <coughs> oh bless you oh, hay fever or, yeah, yeah. Um, sneezing is not a Covid it's, symptom it's not a Covid symptom we're fine <laughs> um, and one of the boys was the yoga teacher's boyfriend so it was basically him and his football laddie mates and me ah. and I have like I am a giant of a man like I'm super clumsy like my brain's too far away from my extremities like I can't control them I'm like a spider caught in the wind and uh, <sighs> balance was terrible and we'd all be standing there like she gives us like little we'd do like fancy press-ups and poses and things it was all like yeah it's yoga but with fitness and i was like, oh yeah i'm here for it and uh 
couldn't stand on a foam brick though. Oh, sta- no, without just falling over. No balance whatsoever. They all made fun of me until it got to the point where we had to like do like shoulder stands and that. And then I was just lying on the mat with my feet either side of my head, like, yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with this. <laughs> this is fine. Did you only go once? No, no, it went for a good couple of months. Okay. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. And then Did you make friends? I mean, not that I kept in contact <laughs> with, but they were it is difficult. perfectly pleasant at the time. Um and then yeah, and then the class kind of disbanded. She kind of got a bigger hall, so she had a bigger, more traditional kind of vinyasa flow class, and I just wasn't, wasn't was, for it. I wasn't feeling that. I liked the kind of bromances of the broga. I went through a phase in, uh, this is back in Canberra, so I would have been in my 20s, early 20s, must be about 22, 23, and I... I want to get into some sort of like hip hop, you know, street, you know. Anyway, you know, like dancing, dance classes, just in a group. I thought in a group, I can just stand at the back because they used to do like dance at school and stuff. But I'm when it comes to dance choreography, uh, it takes me eight times the amount of time practice time and people demonstrating the steps for me to get it. But once I get it. I do it with gusto. I love that. You know, however. Full enthusiasm. Full enthusiasm. 100% every time. So I saw this thing advertised. I don't know where it was. Back in the day, this is pre-internet probably. Um, And it said, Jazzercise. Uh, (laughs) And you guys probably know what Jazzercise is by now. I didn't know at the time. I was like, well, that's probably jazz, funk, you know, and exercise. That's exactly what I I need. So I rocked up to this big hall. It was like on the edge of, uh, it was part of a school. And uh, I walked in and it was only when everyone turned around that everyone else was easily in their 60s, you know, and when you're in your 20s and they were all women. I was the only guy there. And they're like, oh, hello. And they're like, they're beamed with joy. (laughs) I walked in and I was like, hi, I'm looking for the jazzercise class. And like, yes, this is it. Take a space. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) So obviously I had to be very nice. And it was very sweet. And it was, you know, just movement for people who want to if they stop moving they go <laughs> rigid um but yes I, I and they're like oh you must come back next week i'm like oh maybe it's like, oh, not what i was expecting so, <laughs> jazz of size exactly so now with the internet just be grateful that you can actually see reviews on, on what it is oh, you know? I'm saying, yeah can you dance hilarious. um not well but i but i think um so i i love a good i love a good musical like i love a good like i love a good show think with everything pandemic that's something that really kind of like dropped off my radar like it dropped out my life and I kind of missed it um love a good show and um I think when you are a male you know in their 20s to 30s and you're in some kind of musical theater group you tend you tend to get a decent part because there's five of you yeah yeah and if you're if you if you're the male that is one of the five who can also kind of dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, like, you're already top three, so I can kind of dance. I'm never the best dancer. So were you involved in Amdram here? Yeah. Have we talked about this? Do we know? Uh, no. Okay. So what groups were you in? Um, so I so I did a show just before pandemic, so just, um, it was in December at the Churchill Theatre. We did Hairspray. Um, did I see that? I wonder if I saw I that. I don't think you saw it, because Sabrina came to see it. So maybe she told you about it. Yeah. I don't know. Who's that with? Uh, Balerno. Right. No. And who directed that? Do you that? Uh, Graham. I can't remember Graham's surname. Okay. <laughs> okay. Graham, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. 
And what else? What other shows? Oh, so I've not really done anything as... That was the first kind of thing that I'd done as an adult. I did loads of yeah. shows when I was younger. Uh-huh. Loved a school show. Did you enjoy doing Hairspray? Yeah, loved it. Yeah, I got to be, I got to like just live my Zac Efron fantasy. And just Amazing. Pre- like, pretend to be a 16-year-old in the 60s, which I am not. Because <laughs> I used to do a lot of Amdram. We, um... I did a lot of, in Canberra, I did a lot of straight acting and as opposed to gay, no, as opposed to musicals. And then over here, I, I was trying to find, I went to a few auditions, but it was all straight acting auditions. But obviously I remember a few of them, they needed Scottish and I can't do a Scottish accent to save my life. So anyway, so that, that was a non-starter. And somehow I found out, so EMT were doing Footloose. Now this is going back, must be easily 10 years now. And they said they, this they'd already like, um, they'd already started rehearsals, and they just needed male bodies on stage, male bodies on stage. Anyway, so I rocked up, and uh, you know this was like rehearsal one. Usually there's like a few meetings uh, of the cast and crew together before that. Anyway, so I rocked up, and I just kind of sat there and listened. And then when there was a break, a natural break. I walked up to the director and I said, hello, my name's Ian. He's like, oh, he's um, uh, Michael Richardson. And I said, my name's Ian. Um, I, I, you know, basically, um, ta-da. No, like, I, like, do you need me? I don't know what I said. And he goes, oh, yeah, sure. Then he moved over to Neil, who was the musical director. Uh, he's brilliant. And uh, he said, okay, well, let's, let's hear something. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I can't sing. And I basically said what I just said earlier, like, I, I can learn a dance, but, you know, I'm not a singer. And they're like, oh, okay, so that's, that's fine. You can, you know, stay. Um, and that, that began, uh, I've made a lot of friends through that, and it was great. But uh, Footloose was hilarious because uh, I really learned that I can't sing. <laughs> because, <laughs> so, for instance, there would be like a, a, um, there'll be a song, where, like we'll sing a song that involved everyone. And there was like 35 people singing at the same time. And Neil, bless him, would he would go, stop, 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 something is. And he's like, he'd look around the room, something's a bit off. Uh, and then he would like stop around my, me and be like, oh yeah, it's fine. Uh, and then he's like, okay, everyone start again. Like, and then, so <laughs> they come up to me like, do you mind miming that bit? Your voice is very strong, You're very strong. Okay, fine. I just can't hit the notes. And then there's, I remember this one particular scene, there's a song called Mama Says. Mama Says, it was very, very funny, very good song. But there's only four guys on stage and you need all four voices to make the song work. And there's a guy named Andrew who plays the bad guy in Footloose, the boyfriend. Um, and uh, he was off stage at the time. And he had a, he has a great has a great singing voice. And so they gave him a mic and he did my part and I mimed him giving it loads so it was, it was so funny because coming up I was like oh wow that song sounded great I'm like, yes. I was basically <laughs> just lip syncing the whole song you know just living your but I absolute had best such life. a good time it was so funny and then I, well that, it's kind of similar to what happened to me like literally like I got I got like an Instagram message being like um we don't have any boys for hairspray um could you could you come and audition? And I was just like, yeah, I'll come and audition. And then I just went in being like, oh yeah, like I'll audition for Corny. They're like, no, we need a link. Can you be Link? And I was like, well, I'll audition for it. But like, I feel like I'd, I'd be a better Corny. Like I'm I'm quite old. And then I read, um, I went into the audition and was just like, no, no, I'll be like, it's like I can do that. It's like, oh, it's cute. Fun. And uh, do you know, I I think I always had this thing when I was growing up when I did shows. 
I'm like I've always just been that wee like that just that wee bit too weird. Like we're going like even if, if, if even the drama kids are like, hmm, he's not one of us. Like a bit weird. But um, we rocked up to the first rehearsal and um the like first person that I really kind of got talking to was a person playing Penny and I chatted to her and we just had like a wee bonding session and then I started chatting to the girl who's playing Tracy and we had like a wee bond and then I kind of introduced it to them and then I roped my friend Leo in to play Seaweed because the guy who had originally auditioned for Seaweed kept missing rehearsals oh, so then all of a sudden worst. we became this like little foursome um and it was great because awesome. it was like we were all utter weirdos and it was like <laughs> I get to be a lead and part of the cool group I'm okay with it oh, yes no. yeah no I uh, Such I, a... I miss I miss all of that but it is a time commitment is the thing because it's like two rehearsals a week isn't it yeah but like I, I like yeah. yeah I love my own I mean apart from walking the dog I've got nothing else to do at night so I'm like yes and what time do you knock off work usually um, so I I love getting in early yeah. and then leaving fairly sharp because yeah. I what but usually by the time it gets to the end of the day I'm exhausted of course and anything that I then try and do is not as good as it would have been if I'd done it in the morning oh. so <laughs> I usually walk up to my desk and try and get in for about half seven and I'll usually try and get away for about four that's perfect because yeah in my world um, barbering like when when the shop I'm in now um, when it first opened we didn't we our finish time was eight. So you wouldn't get out till 8.30. And in London, it was 9. So you're just doing stuff in the evening. So it's, it was always, you always having to, you always feel bad for having hobbies, you know. But we've changed now to 7, you know, which is good. But still, you know, it's, I don't know. Because it, it was always a Saturday, EMT, which is who I was with. They were always Wednesday night and Saturday morning. And obviously Saturdays are a big day for barbershops, you know. Yeah, everyone, all the guys went there. Haircuts, they oh, always feel bad. Exactly. So what Saturday they night. what they did, um, which was very convenient uh, for a lot of the shows, was they would or uh, rehearse the ensemble on a Wednesday night, which I could make, and then just principals on a Saturday until like two or three weeks before show week. Yeah, I love you, show week. You just I run the show over. Week. Oh, I love. Do you know what week. I loved? And it was hilarious because I went. Um, I we did one of our big rehearsals. It's at a church hall out Curry, Balerno Way, and um, one of the young, uh, young sort of assistant girls. I think she's the treasurer, um, Lauren. She was incredible, and she literally came and like took us all aside and was like, "So boys, your makeup." And I gave this big explanation on the amount of makeup that we had to wear on stage. And I've never worn makeup before, but like full show makeup. And a lot of the people that were there had done a lot of shows before. Um, like the guy who ended up playing Corny Collins, a guy called Darren, who used to just make me want to, like, wet my pants Darren constantly. Who? Darren Johnson? Yeah. Oh, my God. You're a fan of Darren's? Yes. <laughs> um, and I have a story so, about him in a minute. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's look absolutely savage Darren. Sorry, Darren. No. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he... I was like, oh no, so I've got this makeup and I'm ordering this and I'm ordering this kit and I'm ordering this base and I was just like, oh, this is a lot. So like, cut to me like in boots, like a 14 year old girl being like, which of these Max Factor foundations? Oh, what is well, this air wit? What is an air wit to mousse? <laughs> yeah, exactly. To the point where I had to like go to like the woman and be like, okay, so I need to help picking out some makeup. And she was like, huh? And are you trying to look more masculine or more feminine? I was like, okay, I'm not a drag queen. <laughs> exactly. Like, I love RuPaul's butt. This is not drag makeup. I just need, <laughs> I just need to not look like a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On stage. 
It was hilarious. I love doing my makeup. Yeah. I just find it so therapeutic. Yeah. I had my wee brushes, my wee sponges. I think I think if I was into it, I would spend a fortune. Oh, you know, in a way. I think if I was ten now, because of how um you know, like you know what RuPaul's Drag Race has done. You know, for performances. I think if I was ten too. now, I would probably have gone down that route much more. But it is—it's such an art, and it's, it takes a lot of time and money. I love it. And to do that, but Darren, um, what I was going to say is, um, he is one of those people who naturally—he just has a, a funny bone. Like you know, he's like—he's just so. Funny, like I can't. Anyway, so if you follow him, do you follow? Obviously, you follow him on Instagram. Yeah. His his stories just I I constantly have to share all of them. So you know? no, no, but then I have the same issue with you. Where actually I think the like, the little like memes and the gifts and things you guys put up. But I tell him I'm just like I'm just going to repost all of these because it's yeah. absolutely hysterical. <laughs> and he he just makes me need to pee my pants. I had to sit. Not had to. I was. We're at the same. Sadly, we're at the same funeral once. And um, I had to move because I was just so distracted by him because everything he said was unintentionally funny, which made it funnier. And the fact that we're in a, it wasn't a church, it was a crematorium. But, you know, it was was a solemn moment. But, oh my God, like he wasn't even being funny or sarcastic or anything. It's just his energy is his joy you know and he just like, oh, is god yeah he is like super infectious <laughs> okay, exactly. yeah i'm such a fan oh. so but i, I don't I, I have i done a show with him no he was in a show that i got to photograph called ordinary days and he was brilliant and that was with caroline hood uh sarah haddith and mike davies and uh, that was with the green room productions and uh and i saw him in titanic and I'm sure I've seen him in other, a few other things as well. But no, he's, he's, he's very funny. Well, I've started to suspect that I'm possibly a jinx because I, since, so, since Hairspray kind of finished and kind of towards the end of that, we started auditioning for other shows. And um, yeah, I auditioned for two shows. Both of them got cancelled. <laughs> oh, no, well, it was a pandemic. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't, I know, but like... Not, did you audition uh, for Shrek? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. I thought I that did. was too much. Yeah, I thought it would be too much for me. Uh, uh, Although, to be fair, like six foot six, like... You're gonna get the tall boy. Oh, stop it! Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't get that at all, and I, 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 um, I just didn't put my, especially the singing audition part. Like, as I said, I can't really sing, right? But surely I can hold a note within a, a bit. But yeah, I just it. I didn't even learn the lyrics very well, which was that's the most insulting thing, you know, for as in for them. For me to not learn the lyrics is insulting. It's a very offensive thing for me to do, I think, you know. Um, if I'm going to rock up to an audition, I should at least know the... No, what I'm do doing. you know what? I, I literally... So the other show I auditioned for... I'm, John, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to start naming... I'm going to stop naming people and stop naming shows. Um, so another show that I auditioned for, and um, I went in, and it was the day after our primary school, like, big, like, Christmas night out. And it was, okay. this was the one, like, just, just pre-COVID. And I was rough. I was really rough all that day. My voice was gone. I'd been having a hootenanny the night before, so, like, I had no throat. I'm not the best singer by any stretch of imagination. Um, I can hold a tune, and that's about it. And I had planned my acting piece that I was going to do, and that was fine. I planned the song that I was going to do. I'd had a good friend. He'd, like, cut the music together for me to take out this huge instrumental bit in the middle. All was going well. Turned up hungover. Bombed the song. Like... 
Oh, like no. it was abysmal, and it was so abysmal that actually I think I got a call back to join for like uh, like ensemble. Um, and the callback was next in the day and I didn't go because I was actually too embarrassed to face those people oh, again no. I was actually like I can't do this I'm sure it's fine it, oh no when I say it was abysmal like, like I'm aware of when things are bad and it was bad yeah I, I remember that I'm, I pride myself in like knowing being able to learn dialogue I'm very I can learn pages and pages of dialogue um and eventually uh, I think and I'm worried that as I get older I'm going to lose that so I'd like to get back into a, a straight play at some point but anyway um, I was doing a monologue as an audition again to, to Mike Richardson Mike Richardson and uh, I remember being so unpresent so unattached so detached god where's my english uh so detached from the monologue that i looked over to michael even he was bored he was like staring at the floor <laughs> like oh god again like uh, i should have invested more energy into that but uh yeah i, I, I definitely want to get back into doing or directing i'd love to direct a play see you i know. i um but all the plays i like are miserable you know. Just really sad plays. Yeah, like uh, like good plays, obviously, like The Normal Heart or uh, Rabbit Rabbit Hole. And I just read one called Skylight, uh, which was uh, which is a three hander. Um, but I'd love to direct that. But yeah, it's all very dramatic and throwing things and. You know, um, yeah, the closest I've got is I I directed the school play last year. Oh, well it was done. great. We did The Lion King. It was a uh, it was a. Uh, Local phenomenon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen put, it. Put the tour, the Lion King tour. Uh, you Do you know, know what? Can risk. I just say? I went to see the Lion King tour just afterwards, and I was like, I think ours was better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, need to crank up the volume. Amazing. Like, if, if I'm gonna get like assaulted by a Rafiki noise, I want to feel like I vibrating in my chest. Absolutely. Um, oh, I thought it was wonderful. I thought Lion King Oh, you'd have loved the school one then. Oh, I should have been there. <laughs> Do you know what else I absolutely love? This candle. The smell of this candle. Is that that one? That's Volcano. Oh, where, where do you... So that's Anthropology. So he's just picked up a candle from the table in front of us. Did you give this to Sabrina? This was no, I never gave this to Sabrina. Oh, okay. This so somebody gave me... So my friend Mark... Um, Oh, see, we're, I'm naming and shaming again. Okay, I'm just going to skip over that. So I got given... Uh, <laughs> oh, they've got as a first name. I, I got given this Wait candle. Wait till we do a dating episode. Oh my God, anyway, don't. <laughs> and uh, I got given this candle when I first moved into my house and like just became obsessed with it. Like it just smells like oranges and magic. And Skittles. And oh, I just think it's amazing. And then I started buying the big one, but the big one's like £30. So I quickly realised that I couldn't afford to buy the big one. The big three wicker. But there is actually Stunning like though. there is ways of make, having longevity with these candles because like if you burn it down so there's just an even pool yeah like that what, we've got a candle burning in front of us um because this is the amber diptyque candle Ooh. and then you blow it out then because the oil still sent the room for ages you know yeah. you don't just keep burning it you know that's how you get more anyway on that note Love let's wrap this one up <laughs> <laughs> It was lovely to chat to you, Mark. What a random assortment of... Uh... <laughs> but that was our Amdram days. Sport and Amdram. Hobbies, basically. Hobbies. All right.